Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. Uh, I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story, and we're not allowed to have nice things. Um, <laughs> At least you, hey, you said the names in the right order. Yeah. After yeah. last week's concern that you'd, you'd get them wrong, you, yeah. you nailed it. Thanks, man. You started out well. Let's see if you could finish it well, unlike the Arizona State football team last night. So, Like that transition? I do. There uh, you go, yeah. yeah. ASU... Put together a total of eight consecutive good quarters. Unfortunately, only two of them happened in this game. It's funny you say that. I I, uh, I went for a walk last night after the game to just you know just walk around my complex and and vent out my anger in in physical activity. Um, and I thought the same thing for for eight solid quarters. Their second half UCLA, the full game last week, first half last night. It, you know, you thought this team has become what they're supposed to be. They're they're a mature group. They know how to handle success. And and uh, I, I, yeah, it all went up in smoke in that second half. It was truly. And I I I try not to be hyperbolic. I think it was one of the worst halves of football I think I've seen ASU play in the 18 years I followed them. So, I can't I cannot remember a half where we were utterly dominated. Like, completely dominated. ASU was up 21-7 at the half and proceeded to give up four consecutive touchdown drives yeah. without scoring, well doing, or, well scoring and without turning the ball over. We, right, you know. right. And, and I mean, it was just like, the, the, I, you know, I try to put things in, in some historical perspective and, like, remember, you know, games that were like, you know, and again, not to be prisoner of the moment. Oh, this is the worst game ever. Or, this is the best game ever. And so I thought, okay, what games come to mind when I think of just like halves we were dominated? And two came to mind. USC. Second half of USC yeah. in 2005. Well, I was um, going to say, however, last no- it occurred to me this morning how last time we talked, you had said, look, this isn't USC 2005. Yet the outcome was strikingly similar. It was similar. you know. However, at least in that half, we scored once. And we, we moved the ball well. We, I mean, Keller just turned into an interception machine. Uh, but, you know, there were moments in that half where we played well. And then the Oregon game in 2012, the first half. But again, started out, you know, like we, we forced a turnover and then we score on our very first play and we're up 7 nothing, And it's like, oh, yeah. And then they put 43 unanswered on us and it was bad. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, there were at least moments in both of those halves where you thought, OK, we're playing all right. There wasn't one moment in that second half where I thought, you know, all right, we've 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 got this going right again. Uh, it was it was. Uh, I mean, it was just like well, had you, I been a Utah fan, I would have watched that second half and thought, at what point is this going to turn around? This can't go that well the entire time, right? But it did. Yeah. It went that well for them the entire time. So after we took the twenty-one-seven lead, Utah marched down the field, but an ill-advised rising throw got intercepted by Qon Markham. Yeah. Yeah, and we end the go, half on a really strong note. Yeah, and so we go to the half because we risked the double score, you know, that did. they would score we on did. that drive and then they'd come out and score. We did, but, you know, we, we have probably our best offensive drive. And the first drive was really good, too. But, you know, really good drive down the field. We scored with less than a minute. Looks like we're going to give up points, uh, you know, and, and we get an interception. And it's like, okay, go into that locker room feeling like, great. And apparently – the players and coaches went into that locker room feeling the same that we could just maybe go through the motions and Utah would just kind of 
go through them with us and and you know we'd have a nice flight back after an easy victory and it, it wasn't that way at all so we come out for the second half uh utah marches down the field uh didn't face a single third down on that opening drive by the way i, I looked at runs. that again later and yeah it was easy gashing runs um, oh yeah it was completely easy and uh, you know felt like felt like again we came out of the half thinking eh, we'll just we'll just cruise you know, Utah's just going to play their part. They're just going to kind of go through the motions, and we'll be fine. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and bad we drive, had answered in the last two weeks. We had, we had answered we had. in these situations. Right. So I wasn't panicking at that point. I thought, all right, well, they scored on their first drive of the first half, too. Then we settled in. We didn't let them score again the rest of the half. All good. No worries. Mm-hmm. Wasn't. Lots of worries, actually. Yeah, yeah, lots of worries, yeah. Uh, you know, we go three and out, third down, drop pass. You know, just a flat drop pass. I think it was Conyers dropped the ball. Which, uh, which plagued been. the team throughout yes. the day yes. yesterday. Yes, uh, You know, that was a, a litany of mistakes. Um, but, I mean, just wide wide open, easy easy pitch and catch. Daniels puts the ball on the, on the money, which we're going to get to a play later where he did not do so. But puts it right there, just flat drops it. So quick three and out, giving the ball back. And pretty sure on that drive they faced maybe one third down. If I remember right, but it was another very easy drive, very just you know right down the field, put it in the end zone, tie the mm-hmm. game. And it turned out that that was emblematic of how the next two drives were going to go, where they would For just them, yeah. march down the yeah. field and yeah. put it in the end zone. Now the 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 swing of the if there was a key point of the second half, it was our second drive of the half, the only time really that we we showed any life. We, we convert a third down. Once again, we're looking at a third, three and out, but Daniels actually, you know, gets out of the pocket, makes a nice throw. I think it was to Pearsall. We get a first down. Then we convert another third down, uh, pass to Hodges, where he gets a bunch of yards after the catch, gets us, I think, to the 20. And they're thinking, all right, you know, we, we that was the only moment where it felt like, all right, settle down. We can get at least a field goal here, and we can take the lead back. Maybe we get a touchdown because we're moving the ball. All good. And what happens? A holding penalty, one of many on the night. Um, and then two plays by Daniels that just just not good enough. Takes a sack on second down, loses, I think, 10 yards. And then the third down play was... Which is like third is and play, 30. Third and 23. <laughs> third and 23, I believe, from the 33. Knowing that we do not have great long kicking game. So that's a play where, you know... You're not probably going to get the first down, but you need to get eight to ten yards. Give yourself a, a reasonable chance to make that field goal. This is one of those which, times where you would run a draw or a screen. Yeah. Or a quick stop and easy throw, which we ran, and he failed. Threw it way off the mark. Way off the I mean, you know, it's a play that, that will get lost in the shuffle because there were, you know, holding penalties and, and you know, mistakes on defense and all, all those things. but. That's a huge play because you get eight to 10 yards. Maybe you make a field goal and you're back up. And at, and at the very least, you have a little bit of momentum, just a tad bit. Defense maybe comes out with a little bit of fire, which we're going to, you know, we should discuss how little fire they showed the entire half. It was ridiculous. Maybe they finally show a little bit and maybe we win the game. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's again, it's a play that gets lost in the box score. It's just your routine incomplete pass on third down and long, but it wasn't. 
it was huge. And then Logan Tyler, I don't know if you saw the field goal attempt, but it looked like some contestant that they get out of the stands at halftime to try to kick a field goal. I mean, it was horrendous. It was as though he'd never kicked a football before. Well, and what I don't understand is how do you as a coaching staff not know this? I, I you know, this is, a, again, lost in the shuffle, minor point, but yeah. the special teams has been bad even when we've yeah. been good. The best you right. can say about the special teams is they've been okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, the, the um, you know, the, the second half was such a offensive and defensive disaster that, you know, you, you almost forget about special teams but because they really only had one moment where they were needed. And that was on that field goal. According to the broadcasters, it looked like Logan Tyler didn't even know he was supposed to be on the field. He ran out late. Um, and, and But was, we still had plenty had of time. You, you, you did know. have timeouts. Of course, you'd burn one on a freaking extra point on defense to start mm-hmm. the half. We, we discussed how easily they went down the field. Uh, and it, But we didn't discuss that we burn a timeout defending an extra point. I don't know what that was even for. But I, I, I mean, I'm at a loss. There's, you know, who cares if you have 12 men on the field or 10 men? Take mm-hmm. the penalty, let them kick the extra point. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, so you don't want to burn another timeout probably because now you're in a tight game. I mean, a game you didn't but, feel like was tight. But again, tight, that but first timeout also a special teams problem. It was. It was. Yeah, I don't know what the mistake was there. I the TV did not did not identify what the mistake was, but whatever it was, just eat it. This is like when you watch a team and they have, you know, third down and 30 and they're about to get a delay a game and they call timeout. Just take the five yards. Sometimes there are worse things than just taking the penalty. So whatever it was, if it was too many men, too few men, illegal substitution, who cares? It's Kyle Whittingham. He's probably not going to go for two. He's a conservative yeah. coach. So even if you give him a one-yard penalty, they're probably still kicking the extra point. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, uh, you know. But, but yeah, he gets out there. But we still had 15 seconds on the play clock. When, when they said, you know, didn't look like he was – I'm like, okay, we got, we got time. And I don't think he hurried it. His terrible kick should not be blamed on hurrying it. No. I mean, the execution was fine. It was just a horrendous kick. Yeah. So then, you know, then, of course, they get the ball. They go right down the field. They score again. I think every second-half drive of theirs was over 65 yards. Yeah. Like no no short and, fields, and, no and with no real resistance though. No. I mean it, absolutely not. It wasn't one of those that things the, where they just kept converting. You know, in the first yeah. half it felt like they were having drives where on third and long you lose contain on rising right. and he runs right. for the first down. It's like, okay, well, that's frustrating, but what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but that was not from reading the play by play, that was not the second half. The second no, half it was just I mean, chunk play. There was, you know, it was. It comfortable was. I mean, run, there was always, there was always one, on time. They were, they were yeah. never behind schedule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was one sequence on that go-ahead drive. They were at, I think, maybe around the forty, not field goal range, but, but you know, inside our territory. And and third and two, and he throws deep. Probably should have been picked. I think it was one of the Markhams fell over. Uh, you know, like was running to to put himself in position to intercept it, tripped. They go for it on fourth down and get it on a play that, again, I mean, couldn't have made it any easier. Like, it was it, the, the defensive strategy on that. Apparently, it was let's play 15 yards off and just let him scroll down the field for six yards, put down a folding chair, just wait for the ball. He could have. 
because there was no defense whatsoever. I mean, it was like playing catch in your backyard. Uh, so, I mean, it's just I, like, I don't know. I was, I was just, um, I went from, you know, like I said, at the start of the half thinking, well, we'll, you know, we'll get this figured out. It's all good. That drive was bad, but no, no worries to anger to, by the end, it was just almost bemused. I was just like, it was like one of those where you just thought like, yeah, of course. Like you feel like you're, you're, a, you know, in a Ben Stiller movie where he's, you know, constantly having something bad happen to him and you just can't help but laugh because it's that bad. Well, let's take it, you know, the defense, bad, very bad, all half. Terrible. Terrible. I don't want to lose sight of what was the offense doing. Like, Uh, well, yeah, we we had, you know, all three of our running backs were averaging better than four yards a carry, but yet we were the team that was up. And I texted you at halftime. I was like, well, we should just bully them. Like, this is just, let's just run the ball. Our, our line, like, we're holding all the time. So let's just run forward so you can't <laughs> Yeah, <do that. laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and you mentioned the double score. You know, you risked the double score at the end of the half and, and start of the half. It almost felt like that in the third quarter because in the span of running three offensive plays, we went from up 14 to tied. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we run it a couple of times. We get, I think, you know, six or seven yards, drop mm-hmm. the ball on third and short, and punt and then they score again and it it was like you know the the offense almost barely had a chance to do anything i mean the drop ball huge again it it a lot of times comes down to a handful of plays mm-hmm. and and as badly as we were dominated in that half and we were it's you know it's the drop ball on third down first drive it's the failed throw on third down before the field goal attempt uh it, you know it's the it's the you know it's tripping when you're on sets. the way <laughs> taking bad sack, yeah bad sack right before that you know uh d- defender trips on the way to to maybe make an interception to end drive i mean it it's it's those little things when you when you have a 14 point lead you don't need everything to go right to win the game you just need a few things to go right you know you need something and and nothing went right and by no means don't mistake me saying that like you know the gods were against us we were against us you know, I mean, it was it was our own mistakes, and and credit to you. I mean, Utah played a great second half. I don't want to I don't want to say that they didn't, uh, but we offered no resistance, and that was the that was the worst part of it. We didn't we didn't make it tough on them to play a great second half. No, I mean we let them go like they were you know in seven on sevens basically. Yeah, and uh, double digit penalties reared their head again. Uh, we've again. already gone into the special teams mistakes again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this was just a, a hit list of all of the bad things that we've, you know. It was, done. it was, and it, and it cost you. I mean, you know, like I was thinking, uh, you know, again, last night um, after the game, you know, and I was remembering what you said about, you know, when we were doing our look ahead and you said, you know, you, you go on the road in a game like this and, you know, do I think that everything's going to bounce our way? And, and we agreed, you know, no, it doesn't. But the first half was a prime example of like, all right, not everything goes your way. First drive, you know, second and goal, Daniel throws a perfect ball to Andre Johnson and he drops it. And that's a prime example of like, oh boy, maybe it's not your night, but we come right back and we score on third and goal. And you think, all right, see, that's what it, I, that's I what said, a you know, does. a great team, you know, has things that doesn't go their way on the road against another good team, but they, they answer anyway. 
And we did that in the first half. We gave up some some chunk plays, but you know, Darian Butler gets an interception, or Markham gets an interception at the end of the half, or yeah, you know, well, that I mean, Butler was, interception, by the way, was spectacular. It I mean, was, I know the guy fell was. down, but he made a great he right. did a great job great going around the guy to make the catch. Great play. I mean, that's what's so well. There's there's so many. That's what's so frustrating about last night, but. You know, I think I think my fear going into the game, I texted you yesterday morning and I said, you know, I'm not brimming with optimism. My fear was, you know, they hit us early and and we just look we look dazed and confused and, and the crowd noise and all of that. And that wasn't the case. The first half was was textbook how you go win a game on the road. You 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 force a couple turnovers, you finish drives. You weather the storm of, of early mistakes, but you keep, you know, you keep scoring. Well, you we had finish a the half well. Lead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it was, like, on the checklist of how you win a big conference road game, the first half, we checked nearly every box. And and then the second half just completely falls apart, and, and it was like a snowball rolling downhill that nobody could stop. Like, we, we needed somebody, anybody, to make a play that just stopped that, ball from rolling downhill the avalanche i think i think howler worded it that way in his article and that's exactly how it felt we just needed something and no one could we needed daniels to make a big play or a big run or a or an interception or a sack fumble or something and and there just wasn't anything there and and it, i don't know i mean in a way they kept showing antonio pierce and i'm thinking you know like i don't know x's and o's that well i admit that but adjust man do something Throw some, throw some run blitzes at him to stop him from running or something, anything. But he just kind of like stood there and watched as, as you know, we got run over by a train. Well, what hap- what it seemed like from reading the articles and things is we went vanilla and vanilla against vanilla is what Utah wants. Yeah. You know, yeah. Utah yeah, is not, like point. you said, winning, yeah. Winningham's not doing anything crazy. No, he's not. That's you know? the thing. Like that, I, you're right. I mean, you say that, and it, and that makes me think. Of, like, you know, sometimes you have those where it's like, oh, they pulled out a bunch of trick plays, and and that's what got him back in the game. They ran a double reverse pass, and that sparked him. They didn't do anything unusual. They just ran it right at us and threw it over us, and and you know, threw it in front of us, and it was just. Like I said, it was like it was probably like watching practice night seven on sevens generous. It was probably like when they go eleven on zero for a walkthrough. Like just you know, just kind of go out there when the defense is on the other field and the offense is just executing their plays and everything's perfect. That's how their second half felt. Very, very bad. I I, I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, there isn't. I mean, you can. Uh, there's so many negative adjectives that came to my mind in the last, uh, I don't know, nine hours uh, since that game ended. Deplorable, pathetic, embarrassing, uh, just horrendous. It, it was it was uh, awful. And, you know, I read Howler's article and he may, you know, he's right. You know, like we could still win the division. But it's, we could. But it's I mean, hollow now. This is. Yeah, the thing. you'd have to back into it in a way um and, well, and 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 well and now 10 and 2 is the best we can do is the best you can do and and i'll say this i mean i said i think i can't remember who we were talking about maybe it's usc last when on thursday and i said you know if you're if you're thinking usc is going to win out you're you know a relentless optimist I, I mean if you saw what happened in the second half last night you think this team is going five and oh the rest of the way 
I mean, those I wish North I shared your optimism. Those North Division games are bad. Like, that's, yeah. that's going to yeah. be problematic now. All the rest yeah. of North. Two more road games, which we have not acquitted ourselves on the road in, in difficult environments. Mm-hmm. And Washington and Oregon State can be difficult. Now, Washington, you know, the, the Wolves are at the door for Jimmy Lake, and maybe the fans will have turned on him completely by then, and who knows. Um, but, but you know, that could be a tough place to play. Oregon State certainly can. We know that. Um, they could be in the division hunt, uh, you know. I mean, so could Washington, I guess, although I, I doubt it. Um, uh, you know, so it's like they're going to have something to play for, I think. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I just – how you can look and think like, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to win out if Utah drops a couple, which they sure could. They, yeah. They've got Oregon State. They've got Oregon. They've got UCLA. You know, they've got games they could lose. I didn't watch Utah last night and think like, oh, this is a freight train. They're going to just roll through the conference. Um, but it, it's backing into it, and and uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just hugely disappointing. And I, I truly, I think I texted you this last night when the game was over. This was, this was Herm's UNLV or Oregon State. I don't even have to say the coach for you to know what that means. Yeah. This is the game we'll look back on and think that's where it ended. We, yeah. we may not have pronounced him dead until the end of the season or next season or whatever, but this was the chance and, and he let it slip away. He just kind of stood there and watched as it fell apart. Yeah. And, and the, you know, you and I have talked about it at length and I'm sure we will continue to, but this was a team that was not built. I mean, this was like watching Kentucky basketball. This is it's its right. own contained unit because it's not going right. to be the same next year. And right, we it and it was in. probably it was going to be that way even before the NCAA stuff. Oh yeah, I'm talking about like you have five. Of, the whole secondary is leaving. Exactly, we had a ton of the super seniors, and, and we're not likely to have one of your Daniels backs. back. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I don't think Daniels comes back. I'm not sure what Daniels' future is, but I don't necessarily think it's ASU. I, you know, I think if he's not a high enough draft prospect, he maybe looks for a one year stay somewhere else. Um, just because that's the nature of college football now. Um, you know, so yeah. And, maybe, and, and maybe, when you maybe add maybe in, we get a coach who can bring in Spencer Rattler. You know? I was going to say, I mean, he's from here and yeah, he might be looking for a, for a place. So who knows? But you know, then you, again, you know, since what, whatever that broke may or June, the, the NCAA stuff, it really felt like, Okay, you you got to you got to do it this year because yeah, there was going to be turnover, but we all we thought, well, we're recruiting well and and the coaches are building something, and we had all these you know what four or five four star guys committed. Now we have zero, I believe. Um, you know, so it, it just like yeah, it's very disappointing, and and I think the biggest well, it's hard to say the biggest. I I, I said that earlier in the conversation, and uh, but. You know, like that second half was emblematic of a team that was like loaded with freshmen that didn't know how to handle success. Mm-hmm. That that like you know, it's like oh, they got they flew too close to the sun and they they came out in the second half and like oh, how, how do we handle this? That was not supposed to be this team, uh, but we played like it. Yeah, yeah, we played like a team who we the game all of a sudden felt really big. Yeah, and yeah, we I don't know if it was. If it was, you know, like overconfidence or, or what, but it just the the same effort was not there. If you watched those two halves, and and saw the same effort, I don't know what game you were watching. I mean, it, like just 
the, the, the run defense. Run defense, to me, I always feel like is we talk about, you know, basketball and defense is effort. I feel like run defense is effort. Pass defense, man, you know, okay, that, that relies on scheme a little bit more and where you, you know, are you playing zone or man or whatever. But run defense is, is go make a tackle. Put yourself in the right place and make a tackle. And it was horrendous in the second half. We could not slow them down at all. Well, and that was part of the problem, too, because in the first half, like, things weren't going great, but they would, no. you know, but there would be a play or they'd gang tackle. Like, someone would miss, right. you know, but, you know, there, there, the uh, the lack of effort there was on the wall. You know, we saw Merlin Robertson miss a couple tackles yeah, in the first half, true. and it's like, well, he's supposed to be our best tackler. And right, if he's right, not, uh, yeah. Know, if he's not doing yeah. it and Evan Fields is out, Right. Yeah, you know, right. Kwan Markham had a pick and, and led the team in tackles. I don't think that's good, though. No, it's probably not. You know, but, uh, I, I mean, mean not you against know, Utah. Uh, you know. Right. Right. Exactly. I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, and and you know, does it does it stink that Evan Fields was out and Chase Lucas was out? Sure. But um, you know, Chase Lucas missed most of the Stanford game. He got hurt what the first quarter. Yeah. Um, Evan Fields missed the UCLA game, didn't he? Uh, so, I mean, we've played without these guys before and, you know, Evan Fields and Chase Lucas are not, uh, you know, uh, Ed Reed and Darrell Rivas. They're good players make no mistake. They're good players and it would have been nice to have them. But, you know, like, again, they didn't play in the first half either. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't even need to look back at other games. The first half held them to seven points, forced a couple turnovers. I mean, one of the, one of the plays, and I hate to get on this guy, I read the story about him this week. And it was a good story, but I can't remember which drive it was. One of Utah's touchdown drives. Narrow that down if you can. Uh, you know, Rising rolls out of the pocket. Tyler Johnson has him dead to rights and tries to shove him down. Just a two-hand shove. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go down. He ends up running for eight yards. I mean, like, make a tackle. What are you doing? That was that was the perfect synopsis of the defensive second half. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's right there in position. It wasn't like he was out of range and he's just trying to get a hand on him. He was able to put two hands on him. So tackle him. Why are you trying to shove him down? Yeah. Well, and there were a couple of those with Rising where it felt like, you know, I, and maybe they got gun shy after the low hit on the quarterback, which was maybe, uh, maybe a, a you know, frustrating I, penalty. I think it, it is was. what the rule is, but I, I also think that that was just a a frustrating call. Yeah, you're right. Call. You're right. I mean, you know, and and. I did think that when I saw, you know, I, I can't blame a defensive lineman if he gets nervous about a roughing the passer call. Mm-hmm. And you feel like the guy's maybe going to the ground anyway. And he was kind of stumbling. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, like, man, that's just, that's a killer play. You got to, you got to finish. And, and again, one play symbolized everything. We did not finish last night. We, mm-hmm. we, we started well. We started well enough to, to really feel like, this is what I, this is exactly how you drew it up in your, your brain of like, you know, the perfect recipe in some ways. I mean, perfect would have been, we were up 42, nothing or something, but mm-hmm. you know, realistically, like that was a really good first half. And you're and then touchdowns on the road at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, that I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I've described it, I guess over the last 20 minutes, uh, you know, but like to, to to play pretty darn well in the first half in a in an environment, a situation where you'd expect some jitters and some bumps and some struggles, and there weren't many. 
there were some that nothing that you know looked like it was going to cost us the game, and then just fall apart, just crumble. Um, I don't know. It's it's just so frustrating, and it just uh, yeah. I mean, can we win out? I suppose. We can, can we win the division? Sure. Um, we could but still I, I don't win know. conference. The North, you we know, could. Oregon didn't look great in their no yesterday. That's the. I mean, that's another thing. Like at the half of that game, you're thinking we're the best team in this conference. Like I mean, it, that grit, that that thought was certainly strong in my mind at the half. We, we go out and we play well, and you're right. Oregon had hasn't really looked good aside from one game this year. Um, you know, the rest of the North has been very mediocre. South has been pretty mediocre. You're thinking we are the team to beat, not only in the South but in the conference. You know, Pasadena is very much in our in our window here, um, and maybe we got an outside shot at a you know playoff bid, and then it just all goes up in smoke. Like yeah. uh, you know, it's like again, flew too close to the sun, I guess, as a fan. Yeah, that could not. I mean, the second half could not have gone worse. No, no, no. I mean, it literally. Four defensive possessions and you give up touchdowns on all four and four and, offensive and possessions play. and you score zero points. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> and, and to do it without turning the ball over. Like, right, we, right, right. It wasn't like we had a drive that just ended abruptly. We literally no. just couldn't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it was, uh, it was like a, you know, it was like a leak that just keeps leaking. It wasn't, the pipes didn't burst just a leak and instead of fixing the leak we just let the water keep flowing out blowing mm-hmm. out flowing out until the you know entire kitchen was flooded by that point it's too late yeah uh, i mean it just yeah i don't know it's very very disappointing uh, you know I, I i mean i don't expect herm edwards to have all the answers um you know or at least say them but at the same time reading howler's story and reading you know well i wish i could explain to you what happened like well um, isn't that your job you're, in a way? You're the one. Uh, right. Right. I mean, I can't do it. I, I'm not, I'm not calling the plays and, and just start determining the strategy and all of that, uh, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. I just, um, I, I can't be more disappointed or frustrated than I am right now. Hey, look, it's the bye week. If you're yeah. Gonna, if you're going to clean it up, now's your chance to clean it up. I guess, man, it just, it felt like, you know, you say that, and I even thought, like, we're going to go into this bye week sitting pretty. I, you know, like, everything's everything's pointed in our direction. We're going to have head-to-head tiebreakers on our nearest competition. Three of the last five games at home. Uh, you know, like, yeah, we're in great shape, and we're no longer in great shape. And I have nobody to blame but ourselves. I mean, you know, I, I know the, the whining about, I mean, I heard the, the comments on the broadcast, and obviously this you know, was mentioned in production meetings, I'm sure, that, you know, Pac-12 officials call too many penalties. And yeah, that may be true, but they're, you know, they're calling the same stuff on other teams, I would think. Like, you know, I don't think they're out to get us. Um, well, and it's one of those things. They call too many penalties. Okay, but some of them are just are objective. Like, if right. you keep putting the wrong number of players in the backfield... right. Right. The snap. Or jumping or, you know, having guys move before the snap. I mean, we had multiple false starts last night. Uh, holding, I know, is a subjective call. And you could, you know, it's a cliche, but you could probably call holding on every single snap if you wanted to. That said, a, a couple of them that they called were obvious. 
mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I saw them in real time. And, mm-hmm. and even, you know, it's one of those that in the split second, you're thinking, oh, did we get away with that one? Nope, there's the flag. You know, so like they, they were not all, you know, poor calls or anything like that. Yeah, there were, there weren't, it wasn't like they were picking on us, you know? No, no, no. I mean, I know Phoenix, I, I can't speak to other markets, I guess, but Phoenix loves to have a persecution complex and the officials are out to get us. The league is out to get us, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, anybody who says that is just, you know, fooling themselves. Like, you know, it was, it was a poor game. Um, you know, I know the penalty numbers are high and I could think you could point to that as the reason, or at least a huge reason why we lost to BYU. I don't know that that was the biggest, the biggest reason we lost last night was that we played the second half with basically zero effort. It felt like it was an effort thing. Just felt like we were kind of, as I said, we were, we, we just thought we could go through the motions for the 30 minutes of the second half and that Utah would play their part. Kind of like Stanford did last week, you know, they, they'd make some plays, but they'd turn it over a couple of times and, and they'd, you know, they'd give up some big plays and they're just going to go along with us and we'll finish this dance out and all, all good. Mm-hmm. And Utah did not play their part. They came out and hit us and hit us and hit us and hit us and we couldn't get off the ropes. Yeah. Luckily it's the bye week. Thank God, I guess. I mean, I, I guess, you know, it's also, it's also one you wish you could flush quickly. Like, you know, this is, this is one I'm glad we planned to talk Sunday morning because I just, I, I, I got to get this out of my system as a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was just terrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, for health standpoint, I suppose that's good. We've been a little banged up here and there. Um, and it does give you a chance to kind of, you know, reset, uh, you got two home games coming out of the bye. You know, I, I don't know what you're going to get with Washington State. They've won three in a row. Um, they may have a new coach at that point, I guess. I, this bizarre story that has, you know, would be a much bigger story if they weren't in Pullman, Washington. If they were an SEC team, this would like lead ESPN. What's going on there? Um, but who knows? You know, maybe maybe they'll uh, they'll do something. Uh, maybe the you know, but I think they're beatable. USC certainly looks beatable. So, you know, we got a we got a shot to get, you know, back on track, but I don't know. I just don't feel great about it. Yeah. How can you after last night? Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know how you can feel I mean, good about anything. I mean, this is one of those things where at halftime, I almost I mean, I thought it and as soon as I thought it, it was probably, you know, bad. Yeah. But it was like, <laughs> well, look at that. We're going to be bowl eligible after 7 weeks. And now <laughs> there's part of me that's thinking Oh god, this is gonna be like when we were five and one and ended five and seven. <laughs> After the the UCLA win that you yeah. came down for, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think that. I think, I think we'll, you know, I think at, at worst we we, you know, eight and four. Um, you know, I think I don't think a second half like meltdown is coming necessarily. I sure hope not. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. That was. Uh, I mean, I will admit. I didn't think about bowl eligible. I will 100% admit that, you know, the, the thought came to my mind at halftime of, okay, how am I going to get to the Rose bowl? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it like, I'm not, I wasn't booking tickets or anything. You know me, I'm not going to do that, but it just like, it entered my mind. Like we're, we're going to be in the PAC 12 title game. And if we win that, we're going to go to the Rose bowl. And, and I mean, it just, you know, I, 
And I suppose like you, I mean, I, I thought it through the second half, like, God, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have mentally even gone to that place, but it's hard not to when you're playing the way we were playing, like, yeah, the, you should dream of those things. You should think about those things. And you know, it's, it's ultimately while we like to think so, it's not our fault that the team melted down. Yeah. No, uh, good, and, you know, good like, teams string together more than eight quarters of yes, competent football. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, somebody does find a way to put together long winning streaks and win a conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just doesn't appear to be us. Yes. Yeah. So tough, really, really, really tough. I, uh, I don't know. Just, just a tough pill to swallow all the way around and, you know, yeah, we got 13 days before the next game, which I, in some ways is good and in some ways isn't. Um, but uh, hopefully, hopefully being at home will help and playing some teams that are not as good, I don't think. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe Utah gives us some help before then. I think they have Oregon State this week. Um, mm-hmm. That's a, you know, game they could lose. And maybe before we take another snap, you're like, okay, we're, we're, we're back in this mix. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll be back to talk about the the Cougs game and where everything stands in the Pac-12. But for now, we'll just keep this sour taste in our mouth for a little while. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. Uh, there's no way to fix that right now. Only time can fix that, I guess. Yeah, until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Benny Matt Sportscast.